Welcome to the Board Shorts podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cook, and I'm here with another easy to digest dose of valuable board and company director related information designed to help you to get on board and thrive in the boardroom. Imposter syndrome, confusion, overwhelm, embarrassment, and many a faux pas. All of these things I have experienced on my new boards. Unfortunately, more than once over my 13 year board career. Every board is different and has its own set of spoken and unspoken rules. What works on one board may not necessarily work on another. And I've actually learned this the more challenging way, let's say. Starting on a new board is going to be a time when you confront some parts of yourself that you may not have even known existed. These shadow sides of us that work to trip us up in high stakes situations like the boardroom. As challenging as these are, and so uncomfortable, (laughs) they are actually beautiful learning and growth opportunities. So today in episode 52, I'm going to share three common experiences that I and other new board members have had and what I do and what I recommend myself and others do to work through them because they're going to happen and there's no avoiding them. And if you try and avoid them, it's just going to make things worse. I'm even going to open the kimono, as they say, and share an embarrassing story that actually still bugs me to this day about something that I did in one of my first board meetings. So it's definitely worth listening for that, if, if nothing else. But by talking about it, I really hope to show you that we're all humans, yes, even board members, and that we make mistakes. And that's okay. It helps to give ourselves and others compassion, grace, and understanding for this reason. And remember, we all start green on a new board. Okay, I want to start with imposter syndrome. It's probably something that you've heard spoken about before. But really, imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a phony. You feel as though at any moment you're going to be found out as a fraud, like you don't belong where you are and you've only got there through dumb luck. And that's a definition that I've got from Very Well Mind, which I'll put the link to in the show notes. It's actually an interesting article worth checking out. So chances are you've felt like this before. Um, You may have felt like this and not know what it's called, or you have probably felt like this and you know what it's called, or you've heard about it and don't really feel like that sort of fits your experience, which is great. Um, But many of us uh, have experienced this. And contrary to popular belief, My experience has been that men and women both experience this equally. And 
it manifests in different ways across different individuals. However, we have all likely felt like this in our career, when we've been studying, and most certainly in the boardroom. And I reckon I have hit the trifecta (laughs) as I have felt like a fraud and a phony and that I'm going to get found out any second in all of those contexts. Uh, But jokes aside, imposter syndrome has led me to think and behave in ways that I would not have expected of myself. And therein lies the danger. I feel like imposter syndrome is one of those mindsets that triggers us to do very unusual, unexpected things that aren't that great, aren't that helpful, are not that beneficial for us to perform in those high stakes situations. For example, on one of my former boards, I was intimidated. I allowed myself to be intimidated by my fellow board members and I let it impact my performance in the boardroom. I have to be clear that these board members didn't do anything in particular to intimidate me, but I allowed myself to be intimidated by them because of certain positions that they held in the organization and its broader community by certain post-nominals that these board colleagues of mine had. So for example, um, AOs and OAMs and things like that, and other certain attributes that that they had that I interpreted to mean that that made them a quote unquote better board member. And It turns out, (laughs) hindsight showed me that it's wrong and I was wrong to equate a certain attribute to mean something that it wasn't even correlated with. So certain post-nominals, whatever they are, certain other attributes did not equate to them being a good board member or a great board member. And in hindsight, I wouldn't sit on another board with them. But it's really funny when we're at the beginning of our board career and things like this really trip us up and get us in our own head in the worst possible way. At the end of the day, I believe it's one of the main reasons, one of many, (laughs) why I don't feel that I was successful in that role on that board. In my mind, next to these people, I was no one. I was a fraud. I was, I was there for whatever reason I could come up with that wasn't very good. I was ticking a box on gender. I was ticking a box on a certain skill set. It was a weird experiment that they were trying out to get a kind of new board member who's external to the main community for some independence and, hey, look, it didn't work out. <laughs> That was all going through my mind. Um, We all often take that kind of shortcut and we do it with other things like qualifications and certifications and whether this person has been on other boards before or held certain positions in an organisation 
all things that we use as shortcuts to mean that these other people deserve to be here more than I do. Or they have certain attributes and criteria that allow them to be in this boardroom and I don't have those and therefore I shouldn't be here and I'm a fake and one day the shoe's going to drop and they'll figure me out. It's all crap. I can recommend a few things to work through these kind of feelings and this is going to sound obvious and it's easier said than done but it's to stop comparing yourself with others. That is a dangerous place to set your mind and focus on. And it's okay to admire others and have them as role models and have ambitions to be like them one day. But if you do it in a way where you're thinking that you're not good enough until you achieve X, whatever X is, that's when you can trip yourself up. So If you're on a board, know that you have gained your board seat of your own merit and you deserve to be there. Secondly, the other thing is to really get settled in and um, integrated into that board as soon as possible. Work through the induction program, go through some of the steps that I talked about in episode 51, which I'll link in the show notes. That's really going to help you to get settled in. Oftentimes for myself, I feel completely lost in boardroom conversations um, at the beginning of my board career. And that moment allows imposter, imposter syndrome to become much more prevalent. And in this case, I believe that clarity leads to comfort. The second thing I want to talk about, which this kind of segues nicely into, is um, the common experience of overwhelm and confusion. Straight up, you are not going to know where the heck you are, what anyone is talking about, and how things work in your first board meeting on a new board. Expecting that you're going to feel anything other than this is really going to bother you. And of course, make you feel completely dumb and therefore exacerbating your imposter syndrome if you're feeling like that already. And naturally that's gonna set you up for disappointment. If you're on a good board, and I'd like to think that most of them are good, no one expects you to contribute anything spectacularly meaningful during your first few board meetings. Trust me. By all means, please do if you can, (laughs) but it will likely help you to manage your own feelings and mindset if you lower your own expectations to a more realistic level. You don't know what you don't know. And if you've never sat on this board before, naturally, if it's a new board, you've never sat on it before, there's going to be a lot of things that you don't know that you don't know. So you can never feel prepared to join a board ever. 
I wouldn't even say until you get on it, until you've been on it for three to six months, you're not really going to know what you need to know and what you don't know and what your knowledge gaps are that you need to fill. And typically like type A personalities like myself struggle with this out of control feeling and we dislike that feeling immensely. So a couple things that I like to do in this situation, of course, number one is learn to be comfortable with this discomfort. In this case, it's going to be overwhelm and confusion that's causing the discomfort. Get used to it because you are going to feel like this on every new board that you join. Know it's coming and you won't let it permeate into your mindset and trigger other issues like imposter syndrome and impact your performance. Secondly, again, work to understand and get integrated and settled into your new board as quickly as possible. Knowledge is confidence. So set yourself a plan to rapidly learn and understand the board and the organization and what the heck you're doing there. Also knowing that some things like the culture and boardroom etiquette are going to take longer as these are elements of board life that are largely unspoken and subconscious or unconscious to most people. So over time, you'll get familiar with that. That's something that's going to take a little bit longer to learn than just the facts of what's happened on the board before you've joined, where's the organization heading, what is it facing right here, right now, etc., etc. It's that time of year when On Board by Passageways releases its global annual board effectiveness survey on how technology impacts boards. You can download your free copy of the 2022 report and discover how tech-enabled boards perform in key areas including effectiveness, security and collaboration, key takeaways that enable boards to lead change management with directors and stakeholders and adopt digital technologies that foster increased collaboration, benchmarks and data points that every board must capture and analyse to keep pace and stay competitive, and how the survey data insights align with what board leaders are experiencing firsthand. Go to bit.ly forward slash OB survey 2022 for free access to the survey results. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash O-B-S-U-R-V-E-Y 2022. The third one I want to focus on is embarrassment and making mistakes. Have you ever been so scared that you'll make a mistake and embarrass yourself that you have not taken action or not said that thing that you wanted to say or asked that question you wanted to ask? Quite possibly. Oftentimes I think I missed that gene when they were handing it out. <laughs> but nonetheless, I think I've well and truly learned why uh, those feelings of being fearful of making a mistake and making yourself embarrassed uh, are one of the things that really trip us up as a new board member. And I want to talk about this in the context of 
this boardroom faux pas that I made that still bothers me. Uh, But sometimes these are the most valuable lessons we learn, hey? So in one of my very early board meetings on a new board, and hey, it could have been my first board meeting, uh, knowing me I would do something like this, I decided that I wanted to impress my fellow board members with my contemporary governance knowledge and advise them that it wasn't necessary for motions to be put forward by one board member and seconded by another board member before they were being voted on by the board. A board member could simply put forward a recommendation or a decision to be made and the other board members could vote to accept it or not. Doesn't sound too bad, does it? After I said this, and it was probably the way it was delivered, everyone just looked at me with confused looks on their faces. Me feeling surprised that they weren't grateful for my contribution to making their meetings more efficient, retorted, just saying, just saying? Who says that? What was I, 12? Oh my gosh. I felt like crawling under the table and just disappearing completely. The memory is still so vivid to me that, like, I cringe and I sweat just thinking about it in hindsight. (laughs) However, what a valuable yet low-cost lesson that I've used and learnt from to refine my methods on delivering feedback on meeting process improvements, of course, amongst other things as well. Fear of embarrassment from making a mistake is a prevalent mindset that many new board members have. So if you feel the same, know that you're not alone. And it's okay to hold back and use tact in some circumstances like I should have. However, In the boardroom, boldness and bravery are necessary. But with one caveat, it's going to help you in the long run and to help your board and organisation to identify and use low-cost opportunities to push your own boundaries. So what do I mean by low-cost? Well, The example I used, so my faux pas was low cost because it it was really confined to a board process, um, nothing of, of major significance. I was brand new and so hopefully the other board members just chalked it up to exactly what it was, a baby board member trying to impress in their first board meeting. And the issue was a very minor issue. So the context to it, in the grand scheme of things, is nothing much. I tell you, it's not as much as the energy that I put behind thinking of this and getting embarrassed by it over and over again. So if you can find ways to push your boundaries where the circumstances feel very low cost by your estimation, then I would say try things out. Try different techniques. Try pushing out of your own comfort zone and seeing how that goes. I always recommend we start bad and get better. And if you never start, you never give yourself a chance to improve and get better. If you're feeling the fear of embarrassment 
holding you back, I want you to know that you're going to screw up and make mistakes. Not doing something and not saying something could end up being a mistake as well as doing something and saying something. So if you're going to screw up anyway and make mistakes anyway, do everything you can to make it low cost. And most importantly is to learn from it. I would hate to see you make the same mistake twice. I would be disappointed in myself if I make the same mistake twice. And heck, I've done that too. But secondly, of equal importance as learning from it is to have compassion for yourself in making these mistakes and learning from it. And then extend that compassion out to the other board members and new board members that you experience in the future. Remember, we all start green on a new board, you and everyone else. And hopefully your board mentors um, and your board colleagues help you to grow into the role of board member. At the end of the day, it helps to go onto a new board with an open mind, have few expectations, particularly of yourself, and spend your first moments observing the actions and behaviours of your fellow board members. Keep in mind that starting on a new board is going to be a time when you confront those parts of you that you may not know existed these shadow sides of ourselves that work to trip us up in high stakes situations, like in the boardroom, thank you very much, (laughs) and that these moments are actually beautiful learning and growth opportunities in disguise. I hope this episode has shown you that we are all humans, yep, even board members, And because of that, we make mistakes. And that's okay. Remember to give yourself and your other board members compassion, grace and understanding. We're all starting green on new boards. If you haven't already, I invite you to subscribe, rate and review the Board Shorts podcast on your favourite podcast app. And please feel free to share that you're listening and what your takeaways are from this episode on social media using the hashtag BoardShortsPodcast. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode. The BoardShortsPodcast is powered by Get On Board Australia, the destination for aspiring and new board members, helping you to get on board and thrive in the boardroom.